Hey, Mom, how are you? I am good, son, and how are you this fine week? I am doing very well. No complaints. It has been uh, an eventful week in politics. And, of course, yes, before we go has. further, you need to tell everybody who we are. <clears throat> we are Politics with Mom. And you can find us on politicswithmom at gmail.com, politicswithmom.com. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Politics with Mom. And by all means, you better look for us on YouTube. And please give us a like and a subscribe. And leave us a comment. Yeah, <laughs> got to leave us a comment. You're getting so good at this social media. Stuff. Hey, I am practicing. <laughs> it's look perfect. How, look how far your mom's come. Just I know. This is, this is why we're almost like 34 people listening to the show now. It's great. I, I know it. it's it's fantastic, <laughs> and there's going to be so much fun stuff coming up. Uh, well, speaking of, I know um, we were talking offline earlier in the week, and it was a little bit about you know you're like oh, I got a bunch of research for the show, so I'm I am excited. So where would you like to start? Because normally oh my, I just take it over. Gosh, this is this is going to be you. Oh my gosh, I have. Uh, first off, I have to tell you about this, and I didn't tell you about this earlier. Okay. I found on Netflix a documentary that was done in 2017, and it's called Trump, an American Dream. And holy cow, when you watch that documentary, it is scary. Why? To see this man. Just the way he treats people and his, his, his need for um, having the rich have all this stuff – I never realized how badly he was wanting to do things for the rich people. He didn't care about the poor people. He still doesn't. That's obvious. But how much and what he did to get out of having to pay taxes on his buildings up there in New York. Mm -hmm. When he did the Commodore, and that was his first big project, and he redid it. He managed to get the first time ever, because, of course, he learned how to weasel into the politicians, which also makes it a little scary as to how our politicians work sometimes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but he um, managed to get a 40 – he managed to get a 40-year um, – I don't want to call it deferment, but 40 years he did not have to pay taxes to the city. 40 years on that building. And so, which I would imagine a Trumplican would say, well, yeah, but he worked the system. Like, we can't fault him for that. Oh, he worked the system, all right. He also worked the people, the politicians, because they weren't going to give him that. No one had ever done that before. Yep. And he managed to get it. And then when he built the Trump Tower, and at that time, Mayor Koch was in, and he didn't, he and Trump didn't get along. But Trump had decided that, well, hey, I got it on this one, this building. It should automatically be on this building, too. New York does not want this man in their city. He is hurting their city tax-wise. He is hurting them bad. They, can't, they don't have any money coming in to help the poor people. Yep. But did Trump care? No. Trump built that building for the filthy rich. That's all it's for. The filthy rich. So how how do you think it squares then with like that Pennsylvania 
coal miner kind of voter where they're like all pro Trump and he's for the little guy and he speaks like it is and da 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 da. When he freaking lies, the man lies. We think we're seeing this now how much he lies. And you don't, and, and I found it interesting that this documentary was done in 2017. And when did he get into office? 2016. Mm-hmm. And, and then on this documentary, it talks about Atlantic City. Now, I already knew about Atlantic City since I lived up in that area at that time. So I knew what was going on up there and what had happened. Not all of it, but I do know how he stiffed so many businesses and did not pay them for the work that they had done. And they all went out of business and how badly he hurt that city with his casinos. So if you could go back to Mm -hmm. 2016, because you voted for the guy. Yeah, I did. I did. And none of this was new stuff that happened in 2017. Right. All of that stuff was out there in 2015 and 2016. And people on kind of my side of the vote were like, what are you people doing? Don't you know this stuff? Like, no, it was I don't all think all over the place. It was all over you know the place. What? You was. Again. It was all over the place. You yeah, just had to look many... and be open to it. And so I'm wondering, and this, this is this is the question. Fast forward now. Now mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. on this side where you uh-huh. so clearly see things where you're like, yeah. wow. So you know how what? would you reach you for your you know, you know what I mean? Like that that you mindset that you had four years ago when all this stuff was out there. It was just you didn't right. see it or want to see it or care about it or whatever it was. So what do you do knowing because you you know both sides of it. You've been on both yeah. sides. So how yeah. do you reach somebody who is the you, but they're they're still dead set, you know, going I'm going for Trump twenty twenty or worse, I don't even care, I'm just voting Republican because that's what I've always done and then I'm thinking about and it. And that's the thing. There's you know, the bottom line is you're gonna have those people that their mindset is that's just the way it is. I am on this team and that's all there is to it. You're not gonna be able to change some of those people. I will tell you though, in talking to more and more people, and especially the way his behavior is lately. There are more and more that I'm talking with that are like, hey, man, I voted for this guy, and I am not voting for him now. There's Wait, no way. What's kind of the, dem- the demographic? Kind of like the older older crowd? Oh, is kind of oh yeah, definitely like, over oh, okay. 65. Older oh. 65. I've oh, seen yeah. that in polls. You look at the polls, and he's losing the seniors. Yes, he right. is definitely losing the seniors. And he is going to lose the military. Look yeah, what happened with the military. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, holy they cow, how can you be so support him versus 60, right? Yep. Right. I mean, how stupid to call them suckers and losers. What kind of a man does that? That's a president for crying out loud. Oh. These people put their lives on the line to protect this country. Did you see what he did with the uh, with the evangelicals and the Christians? <laughs> I mean, this is this is just but this is the thing. Like, this is who he is. He's a guy who, you know, and evangelicals will be like, can I pray with you? And he was like, absolutely. I praise God. And he'll do all this stuff. And then the second that guy turns his back on you, he's like, you're, or you're out of the room. Trump's just going, you're completed. I can't believe you believe in this hocus pocus. Yep. Like that's yep. just because he's just there to use you to get him to a higher. Exactly position. what it's exactly it's right. Been that. It's, it's always. always been that. And I don't think people knew I mean, I know when I look back at when I was in the process of the voting stuff, first off, um, I was not doing the homework that I've done this time. Yeah, that is a big Because I trusted the media. 
I will tell you, I trusted the media. No, you didn't because the media was saying you didn't. That's not right. You, you, okay. Maybe it is right. You it trusted, is. It depends you, on. You trusted the media you exposed yourself to. Exactly. Right. Which exactly. was the right wing Fox News at the time. You didn't look at anything right. else and everything else was wrong. And so you didn't really trust media as an institution because to trust media, I think you have to trust everybody and go, okay, well, right. But this. that's they the thing. This. Here's the thing in the middle. <clears throat> you didn't do that. You just listened to the echo chamber. Right. But that's the thing. And, and you know what? I think too, that again, it goes back to being on team this or team that yep. and feeling that you have to do that when in reality, especially in politics, you do not have right. to do that. And you don't want to do that. Right. It's dangerous. If you do that, it's absolutely it's 100% dangerous. And the things that he's doing and the things that are coming out even more so now is, is, is really frightening, very frightening. And so, um, it amazes me. And of course, if I go back four years and, and if I'd have known all the stuff that I know today and going back four years, I will tell you, I probably would have done exactly what uh, somebody else is going to do that I spoke with. And I would have been in the middle voting. I would not have voted for Hillary Clinton either because I really didn't like her. Not at all. But, <clears throat> you know, I, I'm again, I'm not happy with either one. Totally, 100%. But the more I am learning about what Biden wants to do, and I've been doing a lot of things, listening to him, I like a lot of policies, and now I'm turning to where, oh, yeah, I definitely want Biden. Because it makes sense what he is trying to do for this country and what he's doing for people. He's not out for himself. He cares about the people. And granted, he's a Democrat, but you know what? He is not the socialist Democrat that people keep saying, socialist, socialist. That's because you've got those few in there that are like really bizarre. Right. But right. you have to not have that. You can't look at that. You have to look at what this man is wanting to do. And the things that he is projecting to try or what he wants to do to bring business back to this country, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Totally yeah, I, makes I, sense. I agree. I think there's a lot of common sense stuff that he's doing. And that's, and that's, you know, like you can't look at the extremes, which is why, you know, I'm kind of going with that Trumplican label for these super Trumpers that, because I think it denigrates Republicans to say, oh, Republicans are all Trump people. Cause there are some really honest to God, incredibly good people that are solid Republicans. And that's, and that's the same with Democrats. And then the Democrats mm -hmm. have their incredibly, you know, left-wing radicals, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they have them. But the Republican Party got infected with the Trumplicans. And that's why you sort of have to carve that part out and say, okay, Trumplicans have got to go. It's infected the leadership for sure. Republicans need to take back control of their party and kick out these Trumplicans. The only way to do that is to really just eject the whole system. Like you sort of cut off the leg before gangrene sets in, right? Exactly. Like that's what's going on. So it's like they have to vote Biden, vote Democrat to eject this this piece and then in in what is left which it will burn the republican party to, to down to some extent to, to a little bit right where they've got to just re it's not a burning down it's a reboot of the republican mm -hmm. party that's what this is where you sort of sometimes your computer just freezes or it gets a weird thing and you're like ah, i just got to reboot it and then all of a sudden everything works again it gets back to normal and resets itself that's what the republican party needs is a big giant reset to kick out this glitch which of trouble mm -hmm. which it's just making everything worse. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, I look forward to that. So let's go back to the lying thing. So what else happened this week? Like, <laughs> oh, Trump is a liar. Well, 
Oh my gosh, such a big thing. Um, Bob Woodward has written a book. Known for. Uh, you know what he did before? I, well, the only thing I know, I didn't really get into that. I just watched where um, he had done a whole bunch of uh, uh, interviews. He taped all the interviews. Yeah. But do you, know, do you know who he was? No, go for it. Watergate. Nixon. Oh, that's right. I did. I did hear that. Right. So he was the guy who already took down one Republican president who already Mm -hmm. did these huge investigation things. And then Trump's Mm -hmm. like, sure, I'll be on the record and record everything with you. This is like already poor judgment. But honestly, I think Bob Woodward played it as this could be amazing, Mr. President. I'm going to make you look amazing. I'm going to you're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to be everything. Well, yeah, because he fed his narcissism. It was brilliant. It was so brilliant. And And that's what you have to do. That's the sad part. Yep. Cannot help it. Okay, so give us the give us the lowdown. What happened? So Bob Woodward, he had these re- these tapes and recordings. He came out with this book, which is called Rage. Right, and then he he basically you know showed how Trump is like downplaying the virus and how he handled all of that, and basically saying you know oh I just didn't want to create a panic. Well, he still doesn't want to create a panic. Well, guess what? <laughs> Look what it's done to us. Yep. With this coronavirus. I mean, come on. Yep. And he didn't listen to his, um, his, his, uh, um, darn it. I can't think of the right word. Huh? The medical team, you mean? Exactly. He did not listen to them. He did not, he, he, he just didn't care because he knew better. It's amazing how this man was given the gift of knowledge for everything. Everything Everything and anything he's the best at. I know. It's amazing. Yep. I mean, it's scary to think that somebody is that severely narcissistic. He's, he, he's definitely, there's something wrong with that man for sure. Yep. And the worst part is he's passed it on to his kids. Well, the worst part is 38% of America is just lined up for this dude still, which I, yeah. I just don't, I cannot understand. Right. And this is just but what again, they call like low, low data voters. It's people that just don't know what they don't exactly. know. Exactly. That's exactly uh, but, what but it is. I wonder how you reach them. I think, I think how you reach them is grassroots efforts. So it's like, you know, you and I going out and having these conversations with individuals around us who are those people and just sort of, you know, wondering and asking and inquiring and being curious as to how they got this and what the information is and not judging, mm-hmm. you know, but just sort right. of like having conversations to the point where they feel safe to be like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Cause it's hard to admit that it's very hard. Oh, to it is. You said something so much. It's hard to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. It's because people just want to stay congruent with whatever they came up with yesterday. Right. They're going to still believe right. that same thing today for the most part. And they want to do that. So that makes sense. So the, um, the, the downplaying of things, right, where basically Trump, Trump was on the record. This is what is the coolest part about this, because every other book, which I think is also correct about Trump, there are nothing. They're positive. all coming out. There's a nothing's, lot of books coming nothing's out. Nothing's positives, right? All these people are like, this guy is everything that is what everyone is saying, right? Like, right. you got to get him out. Like, everyone's saying that. And up until this point, the Trumplican line has been, well, they're disgruntled. They have this. They've got bias. There's a reason they're doing this and blah, 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 blah even though there's an eerie consistency to everything, right? But okay, mm-hmm. which in the, in, the, in the consistency is where you see that truth. And you go, okay, yeah, this guy's probably what they are all saying. Maybe one person you don't agree with, you don't, you don't listen to. But when you got 14 people all saying the same thing that didn't run in the same circles, but they all are saying the same version of the story, it's probably mostly true right as terms of Mm -hmm. what's going on well now you got bob woodward 
where they're like, you, they can't say he's disgruntled. They can't say, oh, he's a left-leaning liberal, blah, blah, blah. Because he's got Trump on tape saying, yeah, exactly. this thing is dangerous. This thing kills five times as many people. This thing's tricky, right? And then two days later, out on his rallies saying, oh, just go away. It's just like the flu. It's no big deal. Because he, he mm-hmm. wanted to, quote, unquote, downplay it because he didn't mm-hmm. know what to do, number one. So you downplay mm-hmm. it because you don't know what to do. And, and he's afraid of making panic because he can't handle that situation. So he didn't want anything near it. And then the, the, the thing that bothers me, I think, the most is how and – this, and this is the thing, again, where I, it, it confuses me on the Trumplican, how the Trumplican doesn't arrive at this, um, is it's so unpatriotic to look at Americans – and say, you can't handle this. Y'all aren't smart enough to do this on your own. Mm-hmm. You're, not, uh-huh. you're, not, you're not sophisticated enough to figure this out, right? And so uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to downplay it because I, I don't trust that you guys can do this on your own. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I see when he did that was kind of like, instead of just saying, listen, let's just, you know, face facts. Here's what it's going to be. Everyone should wear a mask. This thing is dangerous. Treat it seriously. It's going to hurt. It could hurt for up to a year. Right? right. And yes, the stock market's going to take a hit, but took a hit anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So it would have just mm-hmm. been wiped that all that messaging when the stock market was already tanking, all that messaging would have just got sucked up in that same downward spiral anyway. So it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have sacrificed anything. And then you would have had a real conversation and, and people mm-hmm. taking real action and, you know, not having us as number one in the world on COVID deaths. Still, right, you know, right. Um, and now looking at you know what was the latest one four hundred thousand they were talking about by January like this is just I know unbelievable it's scary. but but again it's... you look at as 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 uh, <clears throat> early as yesterday right so yesterday was the nine eleven anniversary and you look at right candidates right yeah Biden yep. wearing masks you got Trump not on right. Thursday Trump ran a big giant uh, to his the only thing I could say to his credit is at least it was in an, a hangar with a big giant door open. So mm-hmm. technically indoors, but there was a hangar door. So at least they got some air. Okay, but wait a minute. I got to question that one. Okay. Because, okay, to his credit, the hangar doors were open. To whose credit? Was it really Trump? No, he, I don't think he made that happen. He, he'd be fine being- That's what I'm know, saying. But, but somebody in there is like, okay, we're going to have a rally. But still, I don't think rallies are a good idea. So don't get me wrong. Well, no, they aren't. Rally, but- at least he did it in somewhat of an outdoor area and he's not trapping people in a building because his people don't know any better. Right. They will just follow him right into a building. <clears throat> but like, there's too many people that just also do not believe this coronavirus thing is real. They think it is a fake. And because that's why, how he because of what right. he did. Right. Exactly. Yep. Cause that's how he leads. And their he, lives he are at stake because of it. It's exactly right. That's exactly right. But at a certain point, you know, this is, this is the weird part. This is why I think Trumplicanism is so dangerous because it is, it is, in a, in a very real sense, life-threatening condition, right? Yeah, you know what like, else I found very interesting? Don't put yourself in, in, a, in a worse spot. Go ahead. Yeah, really. The other thing I found interesting, here we have Bob Woodward, who did these tapes, and Trump admitted that this definitely is a big thing, but we're going to downplay it. And yet he has a uh, briefing and tells the reporter to take his mask off. Yeah. Now, he already knows, realistically, that this is not good stuff that we're dealing with with the coronavirus. Right. And he's yelling at the – I mean, that's like 
ridiculous. Well, and I'll say to that reporter's credit, he just said, I'll speak louder. Right. <laughs> just great. It was, it was good. Cause I don't know if I would have done, I would, I may have taken my mask off right away and be like, oh, crap, I'm not going to deal with this. But, but as that soon reporter as was like, I'm... I'll just scream louder. Like, you know, yeah. if, if that's good issue, for him. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. And it showed like, Hey, is... no, I'm going to wear a mask. Like that's okay. Right. That's right. But I thought to myself, Oh my gosh, here you have all this stuff that you're admitting. And then you're turning around and trying, what the heck is wrong with you? Yep. He doesn't care about the little people. He does no. not care about the little people. He but, only but cares he, about the and, and, the people and, he's going to make money for, and the way he's going to make money. And, and I it, hope, and it's him I and hope it, he crashes big. I think, I think the Trump brand will be forever tarnished. I really do. I, I think it'll go down as is. Uh, he'll lose so much value in that. Brand. Oh, absolutely. I, I think, he, I, think he's, I think he's destroyed his legacy long term. I, do I think too. that's happened. I think I think history. So here's, you know, you always talk to the, you know, you see the presidents and there's the thing of when the president is in office and all the stuff and scandals that happens. And then it's when the president leaves and then every, all the wolves go into the place and really mm-hmm. show everything. Mm-hmm. This is going to go on for a very, 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 very long time. Oh, it is. All the stuff that and you know, did and the family did and everybody or big chunk of America was just okay with it. And it will be, it will be a shameful period of time when, when a hundred years from now, when historians look back, it'll be like, it'll be like kids, you know, well, why do you think people allowed that to happen? Like that'll be the lesson, right? That oh, absolutely. Whatever virtual reality exists back out. Uh, and we, we can only hope that politics yes, mom will is, be is being listened to by those kids. That's what we can hope. That's it. I mean, that they're going to learn that they need to um, research. Yes. You cannot believe everything on social media, period. You can't believe everything that the news media tells you. You have to research on your own and you have to learn and you have to understand politics. The sad part is they don't teach enough about politics in school. No, that's true. So it's, these it's kids don't know each other, really. And it, it and, is. But that's, you know, it requires a willingness. And that's a downfall of our educational system is my to totally civics. Down. I mean, it used to be civics was a big deal, right? right? And now it's sort right. of that's not a big deal. It's not. Mm-mm. It's not taught as much. No, um, it's not if it, so if at all. And so, how do you how do you how do you teach that? How do you take action? Like, I went to a, a local, um, a local city council meeting, mm-hmm. you know, and just you know hung out and, and listened. It was it's fascinating the actual process, right? Right, and it sort of just pulled off this whole other weird coding that otherwise would have been there like sometimes politics can seem like a veneer like it's just another education show i think right. roger stone honestly said it best when he said politics is is um it's just hollywood with ugly people like that was oh, his, yeah, absolutely right? he was like that's all it is just a show and you know and that's what and that's what politics was and it was like and i get that i get but that's obviously cynicism but i get it like he's i don't think he's entirely wrong to look at it like that and, he, and it's very useful in fact for him because he's mm-hmm. done you know, all sorts of twisted stuff with politics because he mm-hmm. believes that. And because that's kind of what it is to some extent, which is why he got away with so much stuff with Nixon. And of course now with Trump and, um, you know, pardoned after he got caught, <laughs> of course. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you have, you have all this, but again, it's, it, it, you're right in that Americans have to realize that there is a war that they're kind of in, that they've been drafted into without maybe knowing about it, that they kind of volunteered for, that they sort of created on their own, which is this war for their, their loyalty, for their mindset, for their, their belief systems, right. Mm-hmm. Is, is what it is. And, and in order to, 
first you have to be aware that that's happening and mm-hmm. which a lot of people aren't because they just see that their version of reality is the reality and they don't question because they don't see anything else that says anything different and they don't put themselves mm-hmm. in a position where there is different. And then it's a matter of, okay, once you're aware that there is other things, learn to fight the battle, learn to go, Hey, maybe this is true. Maybe this isn't, maybe part of it was true. Mm-hmm. Right? Or maybe they said it in a way that really made it a bigger deal than it was or a lesser deal than it was. For example, you're saying Trump downplayed and there are other people who reported as Trump lied, right? Mm-hmm. That's same thing. They're both talking right. about the same thing, but it's just right. different ways of explaining. Well, it. it's verbiages, but that's what we've exactly. talked about before. That verbiage means language is everything. Yep. So language much. is important. Yep. hundred percent. Very important. So did you see uh, Biden's uh, elbow bump with Pence? I heard about it. I read about it, but I it, did not see it. But I thought that was awesome. I think it is too. I think that was. The, I think that's the point. And I, and I, somebody was mentioning that some of the um, the Democratic senators that were there were kind of looking out of the corner of their eye. But I was like, that's exactly what we need is somebody who's like, you know what? We're, we're all gonna we're all gonna figure this out. We're right. He, Biden is the healer, right? Mm-hmm. Trump is the instigator. Mm-hmm. So, so I was watching a show earlier. Um, it was on. I think it was. Um, real time with Bill Maher, which is on HBO. And it was one of the guests was saying that Trump is both the arsonist and the, fi- and the firefighter. Mm-hmm. Right. So he like lights it on fire. They're like, I'm going to put out the fire. <laughs> so they lights another fire. And it's just, that's who he is. Um, and Biden's not that guy. Biden is Biden is like, Hey, let's figure this thing out. We'll come up together. We, I, th- I think his plans have been sound. I don't see anything radical. No one's no. taking away people's guns. No one's no. raising taxes on poor people. No nope. one's giving out a ton of money to poor people. So that's not happening. Your college education isn't going to be free. And you know, like, but it's, it's none smart. of this stuff. No. And it's smart. In my opinion, what he is doing to tax businesses who have taken their, our, taking businesses out of this country. Yeah. They've worked the system. Yeah. So he's, he's basically saying, well, look, this is, you're going to get a tax then, you know, and that will bring back the businesses that belong in this country. He's taxing the people. I like that. He's going to tax the people who take the businesses outside of this country. You know how many times we talk to, okay. You, you talk to people who are um, uh, from a different country and you can't understand them for customer service. Yes. Okay, we have that a lot. We all talk about it. I mean, I've talked to many people about it. You can't understand these people. It's frustrating. Well, guess what? Now those businesses who are doing that are going to get taxed. Yes. That makes more sense to me because you need to have people who understand and be able to talk this language to communicate. Yep. So to me, that makes sense. Because so many times I'd be getting off of there going, oh, my gosh, I couldn't get them to understand and blah, 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 blah. And all they're trying to do is sell me something and that, that's not what I want. I'm trying to get customer service here. You have to have that communication. You have yeah, to. I think, I think it, it, it does take an incentive away for some of that. Um, and, and to, you know, to be fair, it should be customer service should be a concern of a company anyway. So they should you know, fix whatever their systems are. Because there are a lot of companies that have customer service overseas that you have no idea. Oh, oh, yeah. Ton, they just ton, hire ton, ton. You know, good quality companies. Um, that are out there providing good customer service. So but, in terms you know, of, oh, go ahead. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was um, how Trump has really been telling everybody to vote twice. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking this, this up was, and I'm thinking. This is like the day after our last episode. Yeah. When Trump yeah, was and, like, and, and, and you vote, you vote by mail and then you go vote in person. 
which is illegal, by the way. So please it don't do that. It's, it is. It's 100% it is. Illegal. So you have the president of the United States. Well, it's not 100%, though. Meaning? You have to look. Every state is different right. as to how they look at that. But no, you cannot vote by mail. And of course, he corrected himself, too, because I'm sure somebody came after him on this. Yeah. But you now he's saying you go vote by mail and then go vote in person to see if your vote has been tallied. Right. Well, first off, that doesn't even make sense. No, all it does, is gum, up the, the all does is gum up the system and, and guarantee there's people that are going to do it. And they're rallying of around. Of course they right are. Now. Of course they are. But it is illegal. It is illegal. It's actually a felony if you yep. do that. It's exactly right. So, so I, I'm looking at that. I'm like, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you were telling people to break the law. Yes, it's exactly right. A hundred percent. This is where we are. And I mean, still, this is crazy. And still, and I'm looking at polls right now. Like as of mm-hmm. now, in Indiana, mm-hmm. Trump is ahead by 14 points. I'm like, what is wrong with Indiana? How does this happen? Okay, so what is it that's the biggest biggest thing in Indiana that goes on? Is it the farming? Yeah. You see? And they think that Trump is doing all this wonderful stuff for farming. But again, but not true. Right? I know. He's, they he's have created this whole war with that. China, which didn't yes. even happen because we had to go solo trade war because he wouldn't work with the rest of the world. So we had the solo trade war where quote unquote tariffs you know he's making all this money from china which it's not it's a lot of american companies that are paying for that so it's our money that's going into the government coffers not china's yes some from china but that's not a tariff is not a tax on china it just means that somebody's got to pay the money which they do china doesn't buy the products from the farmers and then trump gives them 28 billion Mm dollars which is just farmer welfare which mm-hmm. I don't know why farmers want that. I don't, I don't See, think a lot of them do, but I'm like, why? But that still because, doesn't make sense. Uh, you know what? Because you know what? What was it that uh, I think it's it was It's manufacturing last too, month. I'd say. It's manufacturing and farming, I bet, are the two big groups out there. I would okay, think. but I, I know that I did read, and this was a couple of months ago, uh, so I'm not totally 100% if, if I'm right on this. But as I recall, China ordered the largest amount of corn ever. From the United States. And this is when? This was a few months back. This was, I don't know. If after it, the China, after this, the. It, this was the deal that he came out with, right? Right. You're talking right, about? Right. Right. Which none of that happened. Oh, okay. Like that was, now that, that was part the deal. I didn't know. That was the deal. That's my understanding of it, is that there is this deal, this whole trade agreement where China's going to buy all stuff. It's the best deal. I'm the best negotiator, blah, blah, blah. And then China never did anything on it. Because because hmm. COVID, like this is early. Came this, in. This right. COVID came in. China didn't do anything. Now again, but I, I thought it was after did. COVID that this happened. So okay, well let's go do a quick little research. Yeah, so what what do you what are you thinking is happening? So China bought ordered what? a whole bunch of corn. They ordered ordered the largest amount of corn. Um, okay, so you're on agriculture. Agriculture.com is what I'm on right now. Oh, China makes its largest ever purchase of U.S. corn. This is um, July 15th. Okay, so this was, this was recent. This was two months ago. Okay. So far behind, so it's the first paragraph, far behind on its phase one commitments, China right. bought 1.76 million tons of U.S. corn, its largest purchase ever uh, in, in, uh, to any buyer in three decades. It was the second major corn purchase by Chinese importers. So it was right. $232 million. And then in phase one, so it's worth 232 
million, which is a lot, right? Mm -hmm. It is a lot. Mm -hmm. Their agreement was 36 billion. Right. So they're still behind. That's not, that's like a percent, like 36 billion with a B. They ordered 232 million. Okay. But they, it's good, but it's, that's would I would say that's a Trump fail. Where you're like, okay, it's good we got these scraps from China, but let's not give Trump credit f- and put him back in office because this guy just gave us a deal where China basically didn't do anything they said they were going to do and ordered corn because they probably needed it and we had a ton of it. Like it's just markets, but that's China's not going above and beyond here, you know. So I don't no. think that. I, if I, again, if I'm I'm clearly, clearly, clearly biased, but. If I'm Indiana, I'm not like, well, let's let's do that again. Let's do four more years. I wonder what wonder what he'll do now. Like, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, again, if it's if it's somebody who is looking at somewhat of okay, today my corn sales went up, and it's because of what Trump did with China. That's the only thing they're seeing at that moment. Mm. So that that would be why it is like this this little, you know. Which is just so short-sighted, and that's that's the thing. It's 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 that it's that. I, I, and I guess there's going to be people who are who are bought off, for lack of a better term, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, like when they everybody came in, Republicans, and the first thing they did to take care of the little guy was give the big giant tax break to the rich, right? Like okay, right, right. First thing right. they did to drain the swamp was to bring in everybody and make it swampier. Like none of this stuff is is right, but they everybody looks for their cognitive bias, which is. I'm going to look at the situation in the best possible way that proves my point. So if you are a Trump supporter, you're going to look for only things that are good for Trump and you're going to ignore, which you've also seen with your friends, some of your friends, mm-hmm. where it's like they mm-hmm. just, they're just like, well, yeah, just ignore that, right? And as long as you just take out the 98% of bad, all you have is the 2% of good, which is technically 100% of what you're looking at, which is 100% good now. And that's how they vote for him again. And again, maybe you're right. Like it's just there's this 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 cognitive bias that is out there where that Trumplican is going to look for the thing that justifies their viewpoint, right? You've had friends that are like this that are like, mm-hmm. oh well, I've got my, you know, here's here's what uh, you know, I like this, this, and this, and then you ignore the rest. You just don't look at the ninety eight percent of bad that everyone's screaming about. You just focus on the two percent that's good, and to you, that's a hundred percent good because you mm-hmm. refuse to look at the other ninety eight percent. And so I guess that's, you know, that's probably what's going on with Indiana. It just drives me nuts there's, that there, there's not more consequential thinking where it's like, what, you know, I, A, I don't understand what's so wrong about looking at the whole thing, right? And saying, yeah, maybe the behavior, to your point, you like using that word about his behavior, which is a very moral thing to complain about, but I get it. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you've got the, the behavior issue and, and let's, let's look at that and say, yes, but that, yes, his behavior is abhorrent and- I'm okay with that. Like you have to accept that if you're going to vote for this guy, you have to, you have to support that behavior. You have to, you can't take only the parts that you like and ignore the other parts. You, you have to support the whole thing that uh-huh, is uh-huh. Trump and this whole Trumplican frenzy that's going on. Um, for, again, frenzy is probably the wrong word. It's, it's a little more cultish and, and devout because um, it's a smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller group. Fortunately, uh-huh. But uh-huh. it's still sizable, which is the concern, right? That that Americans aren't thinking for themselves enough to be able exactly. to have these conversations. Exactly. And that's what I think the issue is. They are not. They're just going along with, you know, whatever is important to them at that moment. They're not looking at the whole picture. Yep. And, and all, we, all sad- we can hope is there's some really, really bad news for those people 
you know, a couple weeks before the election. Right. Because Oklahoma is another one. Oklahoma is way up there in approval for Trump. Yep. You know, which is really yep. sad. Yeah. North Carolina is just barely. Oklahoma is way, way. It's 25%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Trump's going to win Oklahoma at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then North Carolina is Trump plus two. Yeah. Indiana is Trump plus 14. The rest of the yep. states are all Biden. You know, so New Hampshire, Nevada, Arizona, which is a, you know, kind of surprising because Arizona is kind of right leaning. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin, Minnesota, uh, Oregon, of course, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, you know, as of Wednesday and as of today, actually. Mm-hmm. So is up. Uh, Biden's actually made a little bit of progress there. So it's, that's good, you know, because mm-hmm. Wisconsin was a battleground. That was the state that, that Hillary Clinton never went to. Pennsylvania's ahead with Biden. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which is good. So that is and, good. And, and, and North Carolina is a little back and forth, right? Some, so to North Carolina's credit. And Florida, Florida's a tie. And Florida's a big one to worry Florida, about. Florida, I see uh, St. Pete polls and CNBC both say Biden ahead by three as of Wednesday for Florida. Okay. So, so what but, I'm looking but, at, but I agreed like Florida is still, that doesn't mean, you know, no. I, I don't want I hear way too many Democrats saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we really are going to win this time because they're all doing mm-hmm. the Hillary thing. Everyone's like, Hey, Hillary also thought she was going to win. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, but it's really going to be in because you know, he's lost suburban women. He's lost, um, educa- uh, college educated white males, right? He mm-hmm. still has non-educated white males, which is also kind of a thing. If you think about that, like, mm, okay, kind of proves well, the point. But yeah. <laughs> that concept of like, you know, he's losing all these people. So they're guaranteeing that, you know, basically in their heads, they're like, yeah, but, you know, Biden's really, 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 really going to win this time. And I'm like, don't, until I see Biden up 25 across the board, it's not a done deal. Like, no, that's it's what not. I want to see. I want Biden double digits across the board. None of the single digit stuff. Like right. there's um, Nate, uh, I forget the guy's last name, but he runs a polling company. Um, Nate's. I have to look it up. So he um, basically wrote this article that said, because of the monstrosity that is our electoral college, um, they he he basically said, hey, it's uh, it's five thirty eight dot com. Nate Silver, that's who it was. Five thirty eight dot com, and he's the guy that has predicted. He's really good at polling. Like he's kind of mm-hmm. known as, a, as a savant when it comes to polling. And so he wrote this whole thing about the electoral college, and basically said, if Joe Biden wins by the popular vote. Right. So wins like like Mm -hmm. Clinton did win the popular vote. So if Biden wins the popular vote by less than one percent, there is a six percent chance he'll be president, which means there's a 94 percent chance Trump will still win. He'll be president, Mm -hmm. even though Biden wins by less one percent. Biden has to win by more than six percent the popular vote for there to be a substantial chance that he'll actually become president because of our electoral college, because the way it's set up and that whole thing's got to change. That's a much larger battle. But, right. but that, that's astounding to me. And so when I look at these, when you see something like that, it's like, hey, if you want this guy to have the probability that he's going to be your president, he has to win the popular vote by at least 6%, which is massive. And we, you're going to have all of this confusion and murkiness, which Trump is 100% causing and, and is giddy about it. Like he loves just doing this. Because it's going to be getting people to vote twice, even though he didn't quite say it, but he kind of winked at them to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to do it. And then they're going to get it charged with felonies and it's going to ruin their lives. But he won't care because he just gets to gl- play with people. He just, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. So he's making this murky and muddy and talking about fraud, even though uh, I saw a stat earlier. Oregon has been doing mail, mail-in voting since like they were the, actually the first state, I think, to do it. 
So since 2000, which at this point is 20 years of history that they have, right? Zero, 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 one percent fraud. Right. Zero, 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 one percent fraud since 2000 with mail in voting. And yet, almost every Trumplican out there, not Republicans, not Republicans, because if you talk to, you see reporters are saying, hey, Republicans are telling us they, they find the fraud. They, they, they don't see fraud. They want mm-hmm. drop boxes. Like in Pennsylvania, uh, I believe it's, it is Pennsylvania. Um, Trump is, Trump's uh, and the White House are suing the state because they don't want drop boxes for the mail-in voting. They're, they're keeping Pennsylvania <laughs> from doing that. And, and the Republicans on the ground, the Republican people in Pennsylvania, the people that run the Republican Party in Pennsylvania are actually not on that side. That is a 100% White House thing. The Republican mm-hmm. state, the Republicans are saying, no, drop boxes are fine. We've done this before. It works really well. There is no fraud. Mm-hmm. So and this is what I mean by you have Democrats and Republicans that are starting to unite un- together versus this Trumplican thing. That's mm-hmm. going, which I see as a good sign. The only thing that hasn't happened is there isn't been a, a crack in a label. There isn't the bull moose party that's happened with Republicans yet, but that happened before. This happened earlier in, in the, the century, right? In the 1900s, where you mm-hmm. had Teddy Roosevelt and the bull moose party that happened and split out the Republicans. This is what's going on. There needs to be that label where somebody goes like, okay, wait, 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 I'm, I'm a Republican or I'm a Trumplican. Like, you got to make that choice. You got to right. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's totally it. And once that happens, Democrats and you Republicans will unite moderate will come back in and you'll yep. start to see some movement because that, 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 at that point, that's, that's the cutting off of the leg and you go, oh, this is just this weird cultish party that is just a cult of personality and it's going to get smaller, smaller, smaller. And, and then, you know, it'll just be in the history books as the bull moose party of essentially what was, oh, golly, when was the hundred, when was the bull moose party? Cause it hasn't been a hundred years. I want to say it's almost been exactly a hundred years. You know, I really don't remember. I bet you Google does. So I'm going to find out. Google does um, no doubt. So Bullmost Party origin. Let's just Google. Uh, 1912. So there you go. So there you go. And, yep. and Trump came years. in in 1916. So I said 1916, 2016. So 100 right. years, right? And you got this, this whole you know, thing that split out. And he asked the supporters to leave the floor of the Republican National Convention. That's when the Bullmost Party was born. June 22nd, 1912. President Theodore Roosevelt, after he left office, created that. And so, and this is the thing, it's like, that's what Trump just did again, right? So this is, this is, re, re, you know, repeating it, itself. It's, it's, it's splintering things off. And so as soon as they do that, when they splinter it off, cause you don't have bull moosers, they're, all, they're mm-hmm. not a thing anymore. And they were very quickly not a thing after this was done. So once that splits off and you go, okay, I'm either Republican or Trumplican, you got to make a call, got to make a call. Which one are you? If you're mm. a real Republican, then you, you, you just don't have a, you, you can't not vote Biden. Because you're, you're, the Trumplicans have taken over that Republican label. They're calling themselves Republicans, but they're not. You can look in the Republican Party, the, and, and I, golly, I'm putting this in the show notes every time because it is, I was showing this to a friend of mine earlier because he couldn't believe it, where I said, you know, do you know what the Republican platform is for 2020? And, it, and, it, and just showed him that. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where, where it goes, you know, here's this one page that basically says we're going to support the president for whatever he wants. And then the next page says Republican Party 2016, because it's the exact same thing for 2016. And that's from the GOP's website. That's not a made up thing. And, mm-hmm. and to see that, to hear it and you go, oh, yeah, it's the same stuff. And then to see it and literally be like, all they did was take, they plagiarized their 2016. Now, of course, they wrote it. So it's not really plagiarism. Basically, they just took that thing off the shelf, put a new page on top of it and said, this is 2020's plan. And it, it, it astounds me that that happened 
And that's and that's where Trumplicans are. Trumplicans don't think about the future. They don't have ways to solve problems. Republicans, I think, do. Real Republicans, but they're not in control. They got hijacked. And so make the choice. Are you a Republican or a Trumplican? And then act accordingly. Take back your party. And, and that's exactly what it is all about. That's exactly right, because I am Republican. I'm not ashamed to say that I'm Republican. I'm ashamed to say that I'm Republican with Trump there. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yep. Totally. And I think, and I think there, may, there needs to be that call. I think that's what it comes down to is like you, you're either Republican or Trumpican. And that's, and that's what we start doing. That's what I'm going to start doing, my friends. It'd be like, listen, you got to make a choice. Are you this or are you that? Because mm-hmm. if you're going to be a Trumpican, that's fine. Like I, I honestly, like that's fine. But, but let's call this what it is. It is not a, you're not representing Republicans, not real Republicans. Real Republicans are not this. It's a Trumplican thing that, that this right. is. This is some weird extreme version of it. So that would, that's be interesting. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm looking forward to seeing how more Republicans cross over to the side of America versus mm-hmm. Trump. Because that's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. It's are you an American or, or, are, you, or are you this Trumplican thing, right? Where it's, it's very different. It's, it's a twisted, distorted view. You know, mm-hmm. And America is where everybody gets along. Where well, not everybody gets along, but everybody moves things forward, understanding they're not always going to get their way with everything 100% of the time, right? And we're not going to throw temper tantrums all the time for stuff that we didn't go our way. It's like, hey, we're going to move it forward. It may not be exactly how I want it, but it'll be what's better for overall for all of us, right? And our kids and their kids and everything else versus what's going on right now. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that are, like you say, you know, with the tunnel vision, uh, yeah. For Trump, right. the bottom line is they're looking at one agenda. Right, it's exactly right. They're one simple they're agenda. Again. They're not looking at the whole picture, as we've discussed. Yep. They just aren't. And and the thing that they're so worried about, especially the people that are worried about the gun control, holy cow, there is no way they are going to have time to deal with any of that. Nobody cares. It's not a thing, right? It's not a thing. It's right. really not going to be a thing. And I just think. That is something that needs to be let go of. You know what I mean? Yep. So I just, I don't know. It's going to be scary. Going to be scary. It's, it's going to be, you know, I don't know if scary is the word um, because I I just think that can help tune people out and be like, Oh, I'm just going to like hunker down. Like, you know, and, even though that's exactly what Fauci and said. And you're right. It's a verbiage it. thing. But, but it is. It's like, okay, hey, you know what? This is, it's going to be, this is going to be something where if you're involved, like mm-hmm. however, however you're involved, it's like get involved and have a conversation. And if you're willing to do that, then I think it moves the country forward no matter what. If we, if you and I came together in a conversation and I ended up going Trump again, like I think that would be, you know, good in that we had a conversation and we made a choice and we weren't just like repeating stuff back and forth, right? It was actually, we thought about it. We said, hey, this Trump guy's got some good ideas. Maybe we should do this. But that's not actually, that doesn't what, that's not what happens most of the time. People get together they, when they really look at the situation and they go the other way. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it's like getting more people to have that conversation going, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give one thing with, with uh, Facebook because, you know, they've been a huge problem with this, social media, yes. Facebook, which by the way, if you're into documentaries, The Social Dilemma on Netflix, everybody should watch Okay. That because it'll show you how social media works. It's important. So the social dilemma. Um, and it is, it is a documentary where they basically interviewed the people who created a lot of this, like the guy who created the, you know, the co-creator of the like button that came up with that idea. The people who monetize Facebook's the guy that came up with the Facebook ads platform originally, you know, to, to monetize mm-hmm. Facebook, like these are the people that it's interviewing saying, mm-hmm. and, and they, they are, they are not letting their kids on social media. 
Like, I'm like, these are the, they know. Like, these are, the, you're mm-hmm. hearing it from the horse's mouth, quite literally, the people who created this thing, telling you what's going on and, and that they're sorry in a way because they were very idealistic when it was created, but it's been twisting this thing. They had no clue. And now, of course. So watch this thing. So it is amazing to see it. Um, I will definitely be watching that this week. And then in, in, um, in the, um, I guess that, that spirit of getting people to communicate, anybody listening to this is having that conversation with somebody saying, okay, let's, let's, you know, try to figure out if you're, if you're, if, especially on the right, if, if you're on the right, it's like that Republican versus Trumpican thing. Cause I think the Democrats are united. I don't think there is that Bernie versus uh, Biden at all. Like there was, there was with Hillary Clinton, it was Bernie, Bernie bros against Hillary. And, and that was a problem that hurt Hillary too. But the, I don't see that happening with Biden. I think all the Bernie bros are going to go Biden. All the Democrats are going Biden. There's a lot of Republicans who are now going Biden, which is great. Mm-hmm. They start to see this whole United country. And I, I have to tell you, I don't, things. I don't recall ever in history seeing so many Republicans um, so going, yeah, yeah, going the other direction. Honestly, it's because it's because they're at a certain point. The bigger team is Team America. Absolutely. And, and that's and, what they have to think about. And that's what everybody needs to think about. Are you Team mm-hmm. America or are you Team Trump? Because it is exactly. true that there is no Team America in Team Trump. There's uh-uh. Team Trump as the tippy top of that dude. Like that's it. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. that guy. And and he's always going to be that guy. And you can you can read any book, talk to anybody that's ever worked with him, look at anything on the internet. You cannot find anything that disproves that because it doesn't uh-huh. exist. It doesn't exist. But then you look at Biden's stuff and you go, okay, is this guy Team America? Will this guy pull people together or push them apart? He's going to pull people together. He's going to find common ground. He's not going to make you happy. He's not going to give you every single thing you possibly want. No, get, but he is looking at the, the whole – well, and you look at how he is with people. Yep. He genuinely cares. Talk about an example again, bringing back the example of what it's exactly. like right? to bring some – Respect. He's going to have his work cut out for him, yes, he and is. he does not have a whole lot of time to do it. Trump is not leaving him with a, a, a well-kept house. I can't no. imagine the stories that are going to come on the transition. Of oh, what was not left, and you know, it's kind of like Trump. Trump seems like the guy who would like, you know, when he's pissed off that you're getting foreclosed on, so he puts holes in the oh. party, puts all like that. Imagine, I, I just imagine that's what this place is going to look like. Oh my gosh, you're going to walk in and things- be like, "There's pee on the carpets," and what do they do to this place? And oh my god, you know, because he just doesn't seem like he's going to be like, "Here's a transition, and let's let's make sure oh, no. what's going on." He like, is definitely not going to be easy. I'll tell you what. One of the things that uh, the documentary talked about, which was really fascinating, is if he doesn't get his way, he immediately sues people. Immediately. Oh yeah. oh yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be plenty of lawsuits on fraud, 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 fraud. We're gonna oh, yeah. fraud will be the word of the year. It might even be about COVID. But many times, you know, I can't imagine. And where's all this money come from for all these lawsuits? You know, us, I mean, it's ridiculous. Us, it's our taxpayers. No, right this there. is this is this is stuff that was, um, you know. Oh, this is back when he was suing. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he didn't like the way a reporter projected him, he went. To that company, sued and and said to them, "You better fire him, or I'm suing you." And then he would try and sue the the reporter. Yep. I mean it, and he would get people fired from yep. their jobs because yep. he didn't like what they said about him. He sued Bill Maher for a million dollars because Bill Maher said his dad was an orangutan because he was an orange <laughs> hair, and he sued him and by by in court saying this is a false statement and blah 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 and like oh my god it was a joke. Right. Oh, and yet, but obviously that didn't, it didn't go anywhere. The judge threw it out, but it doesn't matter. This is how he is. He's very litigious that way. And oh, it's yes. Be like that. Very, it's gonna, very, it's, very. 
this is definitely what we're in for, but this is the part where you have to be aware and everyone, mm-hmm. everyone will have to sort of like, you know, it's going to be um, rough water going oh, through yeah. the election. Like that's going to happen. No again. Doubt. I don't want to say that word scary. Cause I don't think it's scary. It's just, it's not going to be easy to get through. It's going to be kind of like Bush Gore, um, mm-hmm. but on a whole other dialed up level, right? Crank that thing up to 11. Like that's what it's going to be because Trump's going to make it that. It's not because that's what really it is. It's because of what Trump is going to say it is. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do that over and 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 over. And his people are going to do that. And yes, they're going to, to some extent, but if Biden has this overwhelming, and this is what is so important, and I'm speaking to Republicans now, like honest, true Republicans, if Biden has an overwhelmingly large just wipe out of this guy where we're in 20, 30, 40 points ahead, like it's just there is zero chance, right? That and even even with all the fraud in the world, there's no way like it, Biden won hands down. Nobody can argue with it. Then that puts out that potential for fire that Trump mm-hmm. wants to start. Just, mm-hmm. So it's important this time for those of you who don't want to vote or don't vote. It's important. If you're going to, if you're not going to vote anyway, because you don't care, then at least don't care forward, you know, like don't care and throw the vote to Biden because you don't care. Like do that because it's important and it'll ham- it'll help to stamp out all this mess that otherwise will be there. It's not, I don't think we're going to end up at a different spot. I think Biden will win still, I th- but it just makes it harder to get there if you don't vote, right? It's just going to, it's going to be more drama. That's, that's not necessary. We have so much already in 2020 that have been through. Well, and all that drama it. only holds, will hold Biden back from doing right. What is right for the American people. That's exactly right. So I think again, so if you're, if you're a typical non-voter for like this time, this time, just throw it to Biden. If you don't care anyway, then what's, then who cares? Throw it to Biden. And mm-hmm. If you're a Republican, throw it to Biden for the good of your own party. If you're a Trump looking, you're probably not listening to this anyway. Right. So I get it. But I, but I'm always, cons- always curious. Like if you're Trump looking, what's, I would love to know why at this point still with all that we now know, why, why, why? Oh, there's going to be so much more that comes oh. out. I just, I'm, I know I'm this really is even like this. We're not even at the October surprise, right? Where in the elections, there's always the October surprise right before the election. And, oh, you yeah. know, and, and I'll, I'll tell you one, one thing too, and then we can, we can wrap it up, but Facebook, so, which of course is like a cesspool for me. I hate that thing. But Facebook is shutting down all things political for seven days yes. prior to the election. I thought yes, that was which I thought it was fantastic. Yep. I thought that was smart because you don't have the disinformation. People are going to have to get their news from other places other than their social media feed and their phones. Right. Right. And maybe there's a bigger chance that they're going to have actual information, <laughs> not, not some meme from a Russian troll or a Chinese troll or an Iranian troll or whatever the thing is that, you know, people are trying to influence the elections for. Right. So I look, I look forward to seeing how that whole, whole thing plays out. But I, you know, again, kudos to Facebook for I agree. saying, okay, we're, we're not going to do that. No, I was real happy about That's that. That's being a responsible corporate citizen. You know, and I think, I think there needs to be that. So that was, and everybody needs to watch the presidential tr- debates. Yes. That is going to be so important. They, yep. The first one is September 29th. The second one is October 15th, and the third one is October 22nd. Those should be on your calendar. They are so important. Yep. Yeah, you got to see what you're, you know, just participate. That's that's the thing. You got to participate. It's, it's you important. have to. You have to. I think those debates are going to mean everything. Yep. Everything. So I, I'm really looking forward to those. All right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and wrap it up. If you want to go ahead and take us take us out. 
Yes, we would like to thank you all for listening to Politics with Mom. Again, you can find us on politicswithmom at gmail.com, politicswithmom.com, and on Twitter at politicswithmom. And by all means, look for us on YouTube. Leave us a comment, subscribe, and give us a like. We would really appreciate that, and we would really love to see your comments and how you feel and what you think. And especially if you are voting for Trump, give us your reasons why. It would really be um, something we would like to see what you're what you're seeing. So, and with that, we will talk again next week. Sounds like a plan. I still love you, Mom. I love you too, son. We will talk next week. Sounds good. <laughs>